You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. talking about the specials more specials on the line i have rob enjoy yourself ben hi i'm terry <laughs> and kyle hi there <laughs> more specials is the second album by the english ska band the specials released by the two-tone records li- label on the 4th of october 1980 and the genre is of course ska um two-tone Post-punk, lounge, and avant-pop. I'm going to read from the book, Jim Harrington. The runaway success of the special's debut LP and UK chart-topping Too Much Too Young live LP caused a craze for all things ska. The special's label Two-Tone have launched the careers of The Madness, The UK Beat, and The Selector. When the specials played America in the early 1980s, their U.S. record company decorated L.A.'s Whiskey A Go-Go in black and white checks in tribute. By mid-year, the band were exhausted from touring, but needed to record a sophomore long player. A stopgap punk ska single Rowdy Radiation penned Rat Race hit the UK top five, but Jerry Dammers decided the style was becoming a cliche and that the next specials album should break new ground. Side one was varied, featuring energetic ska from Enjoy Yourself Reggae, in uh, Do Nothing, Stomping Northern Soul in Socket to JB and Pearl's Cafe, uh, a kitschy sing-along with the chorus refrain, It's All Load of Bollocks. But it was side two that entertained radical territory, drawing on Dammer's love of movie scores and exotica, hence stereotypes, which marries Dammer's put down of a macho drunk driver to a fusion of music, sorry, Muzak beats and spaghetti western themes as Neville's staple toasts about loving his stereo and marijuana. Elsewhere, International Jet Set tells of a hellish plane journey ending in disaster over catchy elevator music. The eclectic mixture of styles influenced 90s trip-hop acts such as Portishead and Massive Attack, while the 90s saw a revival of interest in the easy listening that Dammers drew on for this album. All right, what do we think of the specials, more specials? Dude, I like it so cool so much. It's yeah, so it's cool. Stuff. Oh my god. It's it's like no sophomore slump on this guys. This is a this is a giant leap forward for for this band. It's uh, fucking awesome. I couldn't believe the name of this album. But I I think I like more this one specials. Better. Why would they call it more specials? I, I don't know. <laughs> I I had the lowest expectations of all time. I don't know. I mean just because like <laughs> The specials, more specials. So I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> I fully expected it to, to, to just be a victory lap of the first record. Yeah, yeah. And I was and I was ready to enjoy it, but give it a lukewarm review, kind of like I did for uh, 
for the undertones, uh, hypnotized. You know, I liked it, but I just didn't think that it was enough of a different statement. This, on the other hand, yeah, it's straight on, Kyle. It shouldn't be called more specials. This is a, a they're breaking new ground here. It's most specials. The most specials. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that side too. And uh, I mean, just there. There are two songs that that really just struck me, and that was Stereotype One and Two and International Jet Set. Yeah, like those are just epics, um, just towering masterpieces. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, please, somebody else. Talk. I thought Man at uh, CNA was also mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty wild. So dub heavy that yeah. one. Yeah, I love really yeah. cool. I love uh, Dammer's uh, willingness to just say nah. Scott, sure, it's it's super popular and we love ska, but let's just let me just wreck this by not wreck it, but you know, <laughs> just I don't want to do whatever is commercially viable. This is absolutely the tusk uh, of the specials. Yeah. Hear just, me out, you guys. Elevator music, <laughs> and then oh, yeah. seven other dudes were like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a line in International Jet Set." Well, the music never ends. <laughs> And that was a story I, I read, you know, like this, this whole year, they are constantly on tour in lobbies and elevators. And that's just what Dammers has been hearing for a year. Yeah. And then that, that like lounge exotica of probably, you know, like Southern California hotels and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Mixing it, that lounge and that exotica and the, it, it's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. And I, I love the, the saga behind the record, how, you know, one guy's like, all right, hear me out, guys. You know, <laughs> we're going to do some music. I'm going to hit the bossa nova button on this organ. You know, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> and everyone else is like, I came here to play ska. Like, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> it's fascinating because it, it's so good. Uh, it didn't last that long, but it's great stuff. Yeah. yeah. This is the last full album of the specials as we know them at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still get Ghost Town. That we still get Ghost Town. 81, which is, I mean, I, I knew this was coming because Would I had... Would you call it their swan song? Absolutely. 100% swan song for the specials is Ghost Town. I mean, that's a that's a killer swan song, too. Yeah. It, it says, it sums up the the sort of uh, everything they were doing in... It, it, you know, it has it does have a bit of a dub reggae feel, but also, it, you know, it stretches. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a comp, a two tone comp. And, you know, a lot of these I knew all these other bands. So I was wondering when, you know, the weird, weirder specials songs like Stereotype and uh, some some of these things that uh, I can't stand it. You know, when those would pop up, I did just didn't realize it was so soon. I, I just figured it would be, you know, five years, 10 years down the road. Oh, okay, now we're transitioning into something else. No, it's not. Nah, it's one year. It's straight away just <laughs> right after they've they've become hugely popular and they just <laughs> let's do it. Uh, this did reach number five in the UK album charts uh, Sweet. and the singles reached the top 10 of the UK singles charts. Very impressive. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is yeah. like like songwriting wise, like this is up there with like the clash like it's yeah yeah it's that it's that well crafted of like you know post what like coming out of the punk scene like it's that well crafted and well sung and well structured like it's 
it's so well done. Like it sounds so good. Songcraft, like this band had it like in 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 spades. Mm-hmm. Oh. I never put it together that, you know, this is almost their, what, London Calling a little bit. I mean, it's yeah, so diverse. Yeah. Every song feels different. I wouldn't but have been so mad at this being a, a, a double album. No, I would have been fucking mm. stoked. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if this is the, if this is the, like, you know, the caliber of what they were writing, I would, I would love to have another record. Yeah. This. Yeah. But is it Jet Set or International Jet Set? Is that the name of the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and everyone agrees that, like, the dude who wrote the Castlevania, like, music probably <laughs> stole stole from that song. I didn't look it up. I didn't look but it up man, either. I am almost fucking positive. Like, if you if there was, like, an interview with that guy, he'd have a specials poster in, on the back <laughs> of his wall while they give it an interview. <laughs> it Thanks. sounds so similar. It's, it's fucking very crazy. close. Very close. Zelda stole from Mort Garson, mm-hmm. and then some, and then some pumps lifted from Zelda. Hey, hey, man, <laughs> keep it on the down low. Uh, Street Fighter Two ripped off Cheat Trick. <laughs> that is true. A blue is a bear. A yonker <laughs> is a young man. Puzzle <laughs> is to mix. I can't stand it. Uh, do do nothing. We're listening to you right now. It's got such a cool vibe. I, I'm just so impressed that, you know, I knew the specials were were good, but um man, yeah, this this album really just just proves how good they were. They're the innovators, essentially. They innovated uh, you know, ska in England. I'm not saying there weren't others, but they definitely brought it to the forefront. And then the, with this out al- with this album, I mean they're they're introducing exotica. They're introducing all these spaghetti Western and those different themes that will then carry on to, you know, other, other generations. It's, it's quite, quite amazing. I like the Northern soul song too. Socket to him, JB. Mm-hmm. They just, they just lift <laughs> lists off a uh, James just, Bond name. Every <laughs> James, Bond, every James Bond movie that they know. It's like <laughs> Casino. Royal. Royal. <laughs> Royal. <laughs> Another thing I kind of thought about was like a lot of the stuff is, of, of course, we talked about it. It's super innovative. You know, I mean, it's stuff that, you know, bands would mess mess with for the next, you know, couple decades. But I mean, how much of this was like them kind of being funny, you know, just marrying, you know, hey, it wouldn't be funny if we did music and, you know, like, uh, you know, spaghetti Western music and, you know. Yeah, a lot and, of the guys didn't weren't on board. I mean, not everybody was into it, uh, obviously, because they broke up. But Dammers was was set on doing this this particular you know easy listening style music, and the rest you know. I'm impressed that he was able to convince them to do it and then go their separate ways. Uh, you I know, a, like I have a theory about that, and it is yeah. because they. They were touring so much, so 
They were so tired. They just wanted to sleep, but they need to get an LP out. And I think that was Demers, uh, opportunity to stick it to slide in these other weirder kind of elements and songs because hey i I already have songs we'll have Mm -hmm. an lp you guys don't have to you know uh write you know write these ska songs because we've already got some of these other elements specials were kind of a leaderless collective but you know like nature abhors a vacuum and it seems like on both like uh, on both these albums dammers just kind of steps up to be like the unofficial mm-hmm. like like i don't want to say creative control of the band but maybe uh you know like they needed something to happen and he's the guy with the ideas and the and the direction you know it, it's no surprise he's also the one running the record label exactly you know yeah it's all a little bollocks it's all a little bollocks <laughs> Yeah, what do you guys think of this song? I thought it was, I thought it was cute, but I, I was like, eh. It's cheeky. It's, it's cheeky. It's totally cheeky. Yeah. It's cute, but I mean, it's well done. Yeah. It's no mm-hmm. less, like, I, I keep drawing parallels to the Pogues. Like, the, this, yeah, this this is, you know, like a little, like, one-off fiesta. <laughs> it's fine. Like, it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's played well enough that like it doesn't you know doesn't bother me. That, that that's the thing. Like if they were doing this like for a little bit of like you know as a joke, it doesn't it doesn't come off as it comes off way more earnest than if everyone was like, oh, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, you take like, a man it, in a suit seriously, Rob. I mean, <laughs> 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 I'd also take a guy in a skirt seriously playing piano, but that wasn't gonna fly with the BBC. No siree. No. Not with the B- not with the BBC. That was for uh, what rat, rat race? race. Yeah, yeah. The, it's a really cool music video. It's like shot in like a school auditorium, and like all the students are taking a test, and all of the band is dressed up like different educational authority figures performing like while these schools are taking a test, and Jerry Dammers is like this toothless school marm behind the piano, and the BBC was like. Oh well, obviously we're not going to air that. That is a man in a dress. Yeah, <laughs> which got me going down a fucking crazy rabbit hole of what has the British band? How? Wait, 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 wait. It's just now dawning on me. Man in a dress is that? That's just the mission statement of Monty Python. Yeah, which the BBC airs all the time. <laughs> like, what's what, so? What's the deal? Well, if you have music behind it, it's just going to warp the kids' minds, I think. What if it's Eric Idle singing about how life's a piece of shit if you look at it? He was wearing a loincloth and he was crucified, <laughs> so that's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so because <laughs> yeah. it's okay because he's pretending to be Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Glenn or Glenda was banned because of the uh, like the trans like subject matter for. 50 or 30 plus years only released like under a different name in 1995. So weird. My two lives. Like the weirdest thing that or when I was a kid, the weirdest thing I found was they wouldn't, they, the, the edit of the evil dead, they edited evil dead to cut out uh, someone getting kicked while they were on the ground because that was, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's against the law. 
the specials. We're listening to JB. Sock it to like him, a JB. kick in the head. Yeah. Which oh. uh, is, is dual meaning, obviously James Bond, but also uh, uh, John Bradbury, the drummer for the specials, who uh, he wrote this one. Oh, good nice. catch. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, I totally skipped over that. That's great. The first time I heard it, I would have, I would have sworn they meant James Brown doing like a, like this style of song, like Northern Stole song. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's both. That's great. All, th- all three. Yeah. <laughs> Sock it to him. That was the Rex Garvin song, right? Sock it to me, baby is Mitch Ryder. Uh, yeah, but uh, Sock it to him, JB is from what I saw. It was written by a guy oh. named Rex Garvin in like 1966. Oh, maybe I have uh, maybe I have bad info. Maybe I have bad info. No, you're right. It's Rex Garvin, Clay Don, Pete Holman. Yep. That's so uh, the uh, the drummer John Bradbury and Jerry Dammers are the two that remained to become special, aka with other fo- other folks. Everyone else, the other six people, left. Yeah, couldn't do a few more records, but I get it. Yeah, I I wish we had a few more of this lineup, but I also get it. Does anybody, does anybody like stereotype better than the part two, part one or part two? I like the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Birch, do you prefer part one? I don't know. I th- I thought I did, but this week I kept listening to it and I think I prefer the, the sort of like reggae part two. It's all good. Yeah. Jeez. The, the haunting uh, sort of wails that they do, what we used to call the supper club uh, when they were being performed by well-trained singers, now is just taken up by you know these these ghostly voices of the specials. It's amazing. I love it on this Ghost Town. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It's an interesting yeah. approach to have you know like six people, you know, doing these ghostly wails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does sound cool. Uh, you've got that nice little preset Yamaha Latin drum pattern in the background yeah. there from from your grandma's organ in her in her parlor. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy to know that someone actually used that setting for for good. A use not yeah. like in a church praise band. <laughs> Suicide <laughs> used it for good, I believe. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Not my jam, but you guys liked it. Yeah, I did. When people were asking uh, Dahmer's about his, you know, what this album represents, he he said his ambition was to destroy people's preconceived ideas of good and bad music to the point where the (laughs) listener would hear a record and won't even know if they like it or not. Yeah, I love it. Oh, man, that's the mission statement. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, I'm fully on board. I want to be in a band with you guys, and that's our mission statement. Yeah, it's. I want people to listen to us and just not know for good music or bad music. <laughs> it's very intriguing. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, it's quality. I love this record. Oh. I'm so happy it's in my life. It's amazing. Yeah. 
uh, there's uh, the last track is a reprise of or reprise of the first track uh, only on uh, Enjoy Yourself uh, Part 2. You've got the Go-Go's singing back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least uh, Belinda, Belinda and Jane. Love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Every- and the, the girl's voice that you hear on Pearl's Cafe and I Can't Stand It, uh, Rhoda, is in Special AKA. So she'll be back for those that continue with that tangent of the band or trajectory of the band. Yeah. Cool. Uh, everybody on the positive for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I was feeling the same way. I thought maybe we, it would be like, yeah, it's more specials. It's a, uh, whatever. I don't know. Maybe this book has, you know, throwing them a bone for an extra album or something, but now this is, this is great. Instead it's more specials. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, next next time we'll be talking about Steve Winwood, Arc of a Diver. Yes. All right, thanks y'all.